Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. Okay, so today what they... what we're going to talk about is, you know, is the power struggle. And gosh, you know, the struggle for power is, is very real. Uh, and it's predominant in a society that really doesn't understand, you know, of, of when individuals don't recognize their own value, right? Because what happens is when you don't recognize your own value, you need to find it externally. And what you know, what they really want to share today is insights into how to start recognizing your own value, but more importantly, how to understand the dynamics of what you create when you don't recognize your own power and your own value, you know, and, and this is when you need to prove yourself, when you need to, when you're, when you need to prove yourself, but more importantly, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone and you need them to see your point of view or they need you to see their point of view. And what happens is that that becomes more important than allowing the conversation itself to evolve in its own way. Does that make sense? Because when we need to prove, we, we lose ourselves, and we're no longer present in the energy and in the allowing for evolution to occur we're in a sustained spot. So we're not actually growing, we're not moving. And what we're doing is we're causing the experience that we're creating to become stagnant as well. And, you know, for gosh, we're, I mean, this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years, but the reality is it's gotten more prominent is, is the energy in the word is it's gotten more prominent in the last 2000 years as it's we've gotten as a human race as a human species we've gotten further away from our roots and who we're meant to be you know so it's a combination of not only finding finding that place inside of you that really allows you to to thrive and allows you to grow but it's also about allowing yourself to recognize that you don't need someone else to validate who you are, what you're interested in, how you're feeling in order to be a valuable hum human being. And, you know, what they're showing me right now is it's about starting to look at those moments throughout your day. Look at those experiences that you have that are, hmm, you know, they cause you to, to feel less than, to feel different than you actually want to. And what the universe is saying is, you know, it's starting to pay attention to those moments when you feel less than, when you feel like, you know, you want this person to really get it and you don't think that they are. Because here's the thing. When we do that, we create an energy that is that is an expectation itself. And when we're creating an expectation, 
you're creating an energetic experience of needing that person to be who you want them to be. So you're not letting them be who they are. You're not letting the experience evolve. And it's, you can see how when you do those two things, what the universe is saying is now it's time to look at why you would do that. Okay. So the number one reason that people, we, you know, as human beings, why we don't want, well, we, why we want to prove ourselves, but why we, why we want to have that expectation, why we create that expectation is fear, right? We have this fear that if it doesn't go the way we want, then the outcome could hurt you or could hurt another individual. And the cool thing about this is understanding that when you are creating your life based on fear, you end up creating a dynamic that basically you're just chasing your tail. You go around and around and around and around. So you're not actually evolving. It's, it's basically creating a static experience, a static energy that your brain is like, Oh, I just learned a whole bunch of things. And I just, you know, accomplished something. And it was awesome. And I got this person to, to think like I wanted them to yay me. But what you're not doing is you're not evolving. And as human beings, we are, we're designed to evolve. What does evolve even mean? It means to expand your awareness and to be able to adapt your own self to reach that new state of being and that new state of awareness. And that in itself is, is fascinating. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the reason I do this work. You know, the more I learn, the more I'm challenged to, to go bigger, to be more, to lose and to release more of what is unnecessary. It's not something that I go, Oh, look at that. There's pity in my life. Boom. I'm letting it go. It's a journey. You know, it took seven or eight years for me to really recognize where pity was everywhere in my life. And it's the same thing as fear. It's the same thing as control. It's the same thing as anger, all of them, right? It's about understanding and recognizing where they are. But here's the really important thing to understand is that our brains are designed to protect us. Okay. So we've talked about this in relation to, to depression and anxiety and all of those things. But what I want to talk about today and what they really want to shine a, a light on is that your brain is only designed to alert you and to protect you. Okay. What does that mean? That means that your brain only has awareness and knowledge of the past. It has no concept of the future and it's aware of what's happening in the present, but it can't drive change. Your intuition, your instincts, your feeling is the only thing that can drive change. What does that even mean, right? It means that when you're in that moment of being in a conversation and you really are trying to get this person to understand what you're saying, you know, or you're really trying to prove to them that your point makes sense. That moment where you're pushing, okay, you can feel it because you're working so hard to try and make something happen right? You've, you've attached the, the expectation because you really are attached to the outcome. So you want them to get it. 
and your expectation is they're going to get it and you're going to do whatever you need to do to make sure that that happens. But what energetically is happening is you're standing still and you're trying to get that person to stand still with you. And what the universe is saying is instead of allowing yourself to continue forcing, right? So forcing the energy, forcing a subject, it's about allowing yourself to flow. What does that mean? It means if it's uncomfortable, stop doing it. Stop the conversation. Who cares? Because if they, if you're working that hard for them to get it, guess what? They don't care. They don't care. They don't want to get it. It could be your children. It could be your students. If you're a teacher, it could be your parents. It could be your partner, your best friend. It doesn't matter. It's when you're forcing anything, the other person has stopped listening anyways. Maybe they weren't even listening in the first place. And guess what? If you continue to force, all you're doing is frustrating yourself. And that means that you're choosing to create a situation where you know the outcome is going to be you being frustrated. And you're continuing to create that for yourself. See how that is? It's kind of ridiculous when you think about it that way. And what the universe is saying is this is, this is part of the problem. You know, we become so attached to the outcome of our relationships, of our conversations, of our experiences based on what society tells us is right or what our family tells us is right or what someone somewhere told us or we read about is right. The reality is there is no right or wrong in the sense of what it is you want to experience in your life, you know? And it's about understanding that there are no rules. Your job is to create an experience. The more rules that you create, the less experiences you get to have. Because you're not going to ever evolve if you're just going to create the same experience over and over again, right? So if the rules are, this is how we do this, and this is how we do it all the time, you're going to have the same experience all the time. And you may not think that you know, certain rules are applicable to that. But when you start to feel into it, you'll recognize that rules are created to allow for very specified experiences, the way they're showing me. Because when you look at the creation of the universe, there's only one law, period. And that one law is the entire universe's free will which means that should someone's intention be to harm, it is your choice to say, no, thank you. But we forgot that. We forgot that. So we start creating all these rules. We start creating everything, you know, and, and when you start to look at how society was created and the instinct and the um, intricate rather uh, dynamics and, and the rules that we live by, so many of them are not in our best interest. They're in the interest of continuing to create the same dynamic over and over and over again, where people don't feel valuable, where, you know, there's so many limiting experiences. I, I mean, the fact that, you know, most people 
not everybody, but most people go to work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And most of them don't even enjoy their jobs. And, you know, they do that because that's another rule that this society has deemed is appropriate, you know, and, and two people work, they come home and they're exhausted and then they don't have time to, to spend with each other or their children or whatever it is. But I want you to start to look at the rules that your life is based on. Okay. And what they're saying for this week is, is really starting to look at what parts of your life, if you could change them, what would you do? So start to recognize that what would you do if there were no rules? Because there really aren't any rules unless you believe that those rules exist. Okay. And I'll tell you, I, uh, I used to be a very firm and strong believer in rules. <laughs> That's how I was raised. And it created a really uh, limiting lifestyle. It created a lot of stress, a lot of fear, um, because if I wasn't following the rules, I would get extremely uncomfortable and I would always feel like I was doing something wrong. But what's important to understand is that it's those beliefs that I had to follow the rules that were actually creating my own limitations. And the moment that I let those beliefs go. So I didn't, it's not like all of a sudden I woke up one day and boom, all the beliefs were gone. No, I worked at uncovering every single one of them, which is ultimately what, what this podcast is about is every week we, you know, we look at another one and, and we bring it up and we want to look at it from all sides, you know, all, all perspectives so that your awareness of what that rule is, what that perspective is, what that experience of of life and existence is, are you looking at it in a way that helps you expand and evolve? Or are you looking at it in a way that holds you static to where you are now as a, as a human being, but also as a contributor to evolution itself? And that's the, the bigger picture, you know, that's the, the part that we're at this place now as a human race where we, we need to either evolve or become extinct. We cannot continue the way that we're, we've been continuing for the last few thousand years. And really it's the last 50,000 years. And at the end of the day, you know, it takes a lot for our brain to understand that original human beings were not primitive. They were extremely and highly evolved. And, you know, at this point, we're, we're the most primitive we've ever been. And yet we're hit over and over again with every, um, you know, every media outlet is constantly bombarding us with this is revolutionary. This is, you know, brand new technology. But when you, when you are aware of the energy, you can recognize that technology isn't evolutionary at all. Uh, technology is really the most furthest thing from consciousness, evolution, and awareness of, of the human race. You know, it's part of what holds us back and it's part of what limits our ability to succeed. 
and to really to make an impact as, as a human being. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be, we're going to get it, be getting deeper into human behavior as a result of, you know, the current, it's really cool the way they're showing me. So the current pandemic situation, but also how the, the pandemic came to be, you know, and it's really about understanding that it's not, um, it's not fake, but it's also, you know, it's not, um, it's not being portrayed pr appropriately and it's time to help people and allow people to understand the truth of the situation because if we don't know the truth we can't rise above it we can't evolve beyond what we're experiencing and what we know so the first part of this today is you know it's we're going to talk about how oh boy i'm a little bit nervous guys here we go <laughs> these are not things i love to talk about and put my anyways doesn't matter it is what it is here we go sweating now <laughs> so um we're going to talk right now about how the pandemic came to be and and you know it's it's very interesting um the way they're showing me you know it was it was very strategic it was very purposely done and purposely created and what that means is yep human beings had a hand in, in creating this. Um, but B it's not, um, it's not all human. And what does that mean? It's not all human. It means, you know, it's part extraterrestrial. So here we go. We get to go to these places today. Yay. So what is E what is an ET? Well, you know, half the population of the planet are ETs, you know, an ET is, is a, a universal being that is experiencing life here. And, you know, there's so many beings who are here, who are able to be here. And going back to what we talked about a few minutes ago, it simply because this is a free will universe. Anyone's allowed to play here, anyone and everyone. And, you know, when we have these experiences, it's important to remember that not all beings are created equal. Okay. So what does that mean? Uh, the, what they're showing me is, you know, some beings are inherently good. Others are inherently dark is the word that they're using. So it's important to understand like, gosh, it, it's, it's important to understand that what you're hearing, you know, allow the information to come in, but try not to set an expectation of what it means. Try not to draw too many lines because, you know, I've been studying this for, for 15 years. So my awareness is huge. So when they say inherently dark, I understand that that doesn't mean, you know, dark beings, all dark beings are bad. It doesn't mean that. It means that there's a specific type of being who they don't have a soul. Okay. And I remember the first time I connected with one of them and it was the weirdest feeling. It was like, it creeped me out right away. I'm like, I don't understand. I, I can communicate with them fully and fluently. And yet 
there's a lack of connection. And, you know, I'm not saying this is, you know, the guy down the street's problem because he's, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's very rare that those beings take on human form. There's maybe five or six of them on the entire planet. And I can guarantee that you are not running into them any, at any given moment. Okay. They're here to do very strategic things like this pandemic and place things in the path so that human beings are harmed. Human beings are manipulated. And how, you know, gosh, when, when you think about how these things happened and, and why it came to be, again, it goes back to that free will universe, right? So it's up to us to decide what we want to experience or what we don't want to experience. But when the narrative, and remember, so the narrative is the news, is the, um, the information that we receive about something, but they've planned that as well. <laughs> okay. So this isn't a conspiracy theorist because it's, it just is fact. It's just truth. It just sits there in the, in the universe. So, you know, they plan the narrative, they plan the narrative based on fear and they make sure that fear is the biggest vibration that goes out. Why? Because when you're fearful, your vibration shakes and you can't actually take in new information. You cannot evolve if you're in the vibration of fear. Does that make sense? You literally are at a standstill. I mean, think about all the times in your life when you've had a shock of fear or you've gone through something that is really stressful based on fear. You're shaking. You, the, you're barely just, you know, finding the energy to get through what you have to during that day or that moment, you know, let a, there's no way that you could possibly start to evolve in that moment, right? And, and take in new information and expand your awareness. So they know that. So they're strategically cr creating the narrative. They also make sure to strategically create the narrative that says there's a conspiracy theory so that they're going to debunk that before anybody starts sharing the truth. And they're going to call the people that are aware of the truth. Cause there's, there's millions of people on the planet who are aware millions and millions and millions who are aware that there is something very, very wrong going on, but they made sure that they covered that so that it became okay to have the narrative that there's conspiracy theorists. And then what happens is that then you get people fighting against people. So fear is fighting against fear. And then you become an entire society that can't move. You're landlocked. And that's what they're saying about the human race right now is either we have to evolve or we will become extinct. And, you know, I remember first learning about the pandemic. And it was a couple months in when I finally had the courage to go in and, and explore what was really going on and, and why. And, you know, the, the coolest thing and the, the biggest message I got out of that is, you know, yep, it's here. Yes, it was planted. It's very real, you know, for people who it's so funny, because as soon as someone thinks there's a conspiracy theorist, the, the moment they hear, oh, someone doesn't believe that it's real. No. <laughs> and that's, that's why it becomes fear against fear. And there's no actual truth in anything. It's here. It's been planted here. 
strategically to halt the evolution of humanity. Why? Because more and more and more people were becoming aware of their true self. They were evolving. The human race was evolving at a rate that was overtaking control and manipulation. What does control and manipulation look like? The financial structure on the planet, the political structure, and the medical structure. Those three things were in dire fear of becoming irrelevant. And so they created a pandemic to ensure that humanity stayed the same. Does that make sense? It's kind of phenomenal when you look at it from that perspective. They made sure that they covered all their bases, right? Just like, you know, if you're a parent and you have a child and you know that your child wants to cross the street whenever you go outside, what are you going to do? You're going to make sure that you're constantly, did you check for traffic? Did you do, you know, you're going to be right there grabbing their hand. Just like that, they ensured that they would cover the narrative to ensure that fear was what everyone was focused on being fearful of your neighbors, being fearful of your family or for your family, right? Those two things. So what's the strongest thing that a human being can do? Connect with another human being. And what did they do? They took that away. They ensured that evolution was impossible by taking our ability to connect with each other away. And this is what you know what they really want to talk about and focus on today is allowing yourself to recognize it's not about ignoring the situation it's about allowing yourself to relieve the fears to recognize that we have experiences because we're meant to evolve and our challenges are designed to help us evolve and in order for us to begin to evolve we need to see what it is inside of us that is limiting our experience that is limiting our beliefs and causing us to stay the same so this week as you're going throughout your day you know really start to recognize when you when you say no or when you're trying to prove a point, or when you say yes to something, why? Why are you saying no? Why are you saying yes? Why are you needing to prove a point so much that you need that other person to get what you're saying? Because all of that dynamic is feeding into this energy, this awareness that is control and manipulation. So. It's, it's interesting because if you think about it, right, when you're needing someone else to get your point of view, guess what you're doing? You're controlling and manipulating them. So you're saying to the universe, give me more control and more manipulation. And guess what the universe is going to deliver right now? A pandemic. It's kind of fascinating, right? When you think about it on that big scale, and that's how big this is. And it, it, it got this big because human beings were waking up at such a fast rate, they were losing control. And everything is starting to unravel. What does that mean? It means we're evolving. It means that there's more people in the world that want to evolve than want to stay the same. So they created this to pull to halt to that. 
And a lot of people, you know, over the last year, we've been questioning everything, questioning our lives, questioning our livelihood, questioning what's important to us and what isn't important and why we made choices and why we made decisions, but also recognizing where we backed ourselves into a corner with some action or some awareness or some, you know, some belief. And now what they're saying is, let's go that extra mile to recognize where we are choosing to put another person to control or manipulate another person, another human being, and to recognize it's not our job. It's not our role. Our role is to choose the experiences that we have and allow others the opportunity to create and choose their own experiences. Okay. So it's going to be a fascinating week. Apparently it's going to be a fascinating month now that I know we're going to go deeper into this every day. I know I understand why I've been shaking for the last two hours. I'm still shaking. But it feels good. It feels good to, to let a lot of what I've learned and what I know out. <laughs> Can't say it's super comfortable, but it's, it's right. And, you know, it, it's not at the end of the day, you can't make it up. It's truth is just sitting there and everyone has the ability to feel into it. And that's really, you know, what fear does is it causes us to second guess ourselves and so we know something is wrong and yet we focus on the fear more because that's what's being pounded at us all the time. Fear, 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 fear. So that you second guess what you know to be, what you know, what you know is right. And what they're saying is it's time to recognize that human beings are more powerful. And that was the one message that they shared when, uh, when they told me, about this this pandemic and why it was happening and you know i said okay well why why didn't they stop it you know like why why is the creator himself is he letting this happen um and he said because he believes in human beings more and even still that brings me to tears because recognizing that we are that powerful and we have that much belief behind us from from the being who created us and our experience you know it's it's important to understand and then he said because love is stronger than any manipulation on the planet and I'm not talking about romantic love we just you know valentine's was just here or the day of love was just here and love day of love and friendship and and you know at the end of the day it's not that love the energy and vibration of love is, you can read it in my book, Believe, if you want a stronger and a more full, complex description, but ultimately it enables us to connect with other human beings. So remember when I was talking about specific ETs that are, are darker in creation, they don't have that vibration uh, of a soul the soul is, is love. So every single human being that's here today, every single human being in existence has their own love, which is, is their soul. You know, you have your own footprint and it all, every single one of us has a piece of the creator inside of us. He made sure so that we could recognize each other. So when we meet with a being who isn't that, okay, it's, it's missing. It's not there. And it's fundamentally, um, 
it's very interesting. It's very unique uh, to, to communicate with them. Yeah, it's very unique. <laughs> I, I, we're not going to go too deeply into it. It doesn't really matter. Um, you're not going to be meeting up with these beings or these people. It's just, they're just not there. Um, the other interesting thing is, you know, as a result of all of the things that have happened, um, you know, throughout evolution and throughout our entire experience as human beings, um, you know, the, the desire to flee is very prominent. And what I mean by fleeing is to not be aware, right? And that's how addiction became so prevalent. So ad addictions to, there's addictions to everything, you know, everything and anything, you name it. But the ones that are alcohol and drug related, what happens to that person is they can't feel and that is their desire. That's why they do it. So they don't feel right. And it's important to also understand that not to confuse. And this is why I'm talking about specifically alcohol and drug related addictions, because there's so many, there's sex, there's gambling, there's, you know, so many. Um, but when you're affected by um, either a synthetic or something that alters your state of being, you're also uh, you're not energetically, you're not present, but it doesn't mean that your soul isn't there. So it's a different type of connection. And that's what I really wanted to, because a lot of people will say, oh, that person doesn't have a soul. It must be one of those beings that Michelle was talking about. No, <laughs> it means that energetically they have decided to not feel, but it does not mean that they do not have a soul. Okay. Really, really important. The other important misconception that we want to bust today is your soul is never broken. Your soul is never hurting. Your emotions have reactions to the experiences that you have as a human being, but you're never broken. All you have to do at any point is set your intention to restore balance and then allow that to happen. Most of us can't allow it to happen because we in our minds decide how it needs to be and what it needs to look like. But that's a that's an episode for another time. Right now, <laughs> we're just, I just want to really, you know, I want to really make sure that you understand that there isn't a war against humanity. There's an opportunity for the greatest change that humanity has ever seen. And all we have to do is feel into the truth at any given moment, not our truth, not what truth is right for me and what right truth is right for them, because that's not truth. That's an opinion. <laughs> uh, it's about recognizing there is one universal truth of all things and our ability to feel into it is there at all times, but our ability to second guess it is also there. And it's feeling, you know, feeling between those two experiences that we're constantly, you know, that's the constant, what's the word, balancing act. And people always say to me, well, how do you know when you've hit the truth? Well, because your life is flowing perfectly. Perfectly. There are no challenges. There are no, there's no wishing. There's no wanting 
because everything you set your intention to magically it just flows effortlessly you know you're looking for something it shows up or uh, you're looking for a person that person shows up you know you want to have an experience boom all of a sudden the opportunity is right in front of you you didn't have to look for it if you have to look for it you're trying too hard and again it goes back to that energy you're pushing 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 and that means you're not in the energy of truth okay so Right now, as you're listening, you know, just take a nice deep breath and recognize that you just took in a whole bunch of information that has the opportunity to change who you be and change your experience as a human being in this moment. And your soul is saying to you, what are you going to do with that? Who are you going to be today? You know, and, and who are you going to be is, is going to determine the experiences that come back to you. So as you go through, you know, the next, the next few weeks, really recognizing what is truth and what is not, and you'll know it because it'll flow or it won't. And if you're in a conversation with someone, you need them to get it or they need you to get it, stop talking. If you're working towards something and it's not flowing, stop doing it. Sometimes it's just getting up for five minutes, going for a walk and coming back and starting again. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. Sometimes it's getting up and walking away till the next day because your brain is locked in to how it needs to do, how it needs to be done, what needs to happen. So you've created all those expectations and your brain can't see a different way forward right? You know that. I mean, how many, you know, how many experiences have you had where you walk away and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's it, right? And it doesn't matter if you walked away and it happened five minutes later or five days later. It's about the ability to walk away and you're going to get it the moment you stop needing to get it, the moment you stop pushing, right? And it's also remembering that it's not your job. You're not responsible for how someone else feels about themselves and their life. We're going to get more into that in the next episode. But right now, it's about recognizing that you, your responsibility is for you and you alone. And what that means is when you recognize that you no longer need other people to get you, nor do you need to get other people who aren't really making sense anyways, right? But it also allows you, if you're in a position of power, and I use that word very loosely, power in the sense that you're raising children, or maybe you're a teacher or a coach or some kind of mentor, you know, it's being able to use that position from a place of humility, from a place of truth and a place of being able to be yourself without needing to show up in a way that makes sense for them. You know, it's about recognizing that who you be is what they're learning. They're not learning what you tell them as much as they're learning who you're being and how you're being, how you're being that person. So as you go through your week, you know, really paying attention, right, to those beliefs, because your beliefs are what determine who you be in the world. And if you want to create an opportunity for change, 
you need to allow yourself to expand your belief system because that's really, you know, what, what change is and you can't change. Like, so basically what happened is there's nine fundamental energies. You can read all about this in my book, Believe, if you want to go deeper into that exploration. It's kind of fascinating, actually. But there were nine fundamental originally when we were created as human beings. Each one of us has nine fundamental energies. And those are so powerful, they create our entire experience. The problem is most people are using all of them inappropriately. Like when you think about today, how most people are using fear, right? And how we just talked about the whole, that whole dynamic of fear that it's created an experience for an entire human race to go through, right? So what happened about, I guess, eight or 9,000 years ago is um, they had to create an energy that would sustain transformation because we had gone so far down into an energy that was manipulation and fear-based we had to, you know, universally, there had to be an energy that could lift us out of it. And it's funny because that energy is not what most people would think that would be transformation, you know? And, and it's really funny because when you look at the spiritual world and all the people out there, you know, they're trying to sell so many magic pills and they're trying to promote so many, you know, energy, this courses and this and modalities, this, but you know, there's one energy that facilitates transformation and it is the energy of trust, period. When you learn to trust yourself, you can transform anything, period. And how do you trust yourself? By what we were talking about all the way along, feeling into truth, letting yourself recognize truth and then following through on being able to know that now that's your new belief system. It's based on that truth, right? And you'll know right away if you've, if you've made the, the right choice or if your, your belief is a little bit off because it's, it's either going to flow or it's not. And if it's flowing a little bit, then there's probably room for, for growth and change. If it's not flowing at all, forget it. You got it. You, you chose the wrong side and now it's time to let yourself grow a little bit more. Believe me, I'm laughing because I've done it a million times and that is what helped me grow. Every single time I made a wrong choice and I use that word really loosely wrong because there really is no wrong choice because it's all of my wrong choices that led me to the right choices. So don't be scared of making the wrong choice because it's, it's in making the wrong choice that you learn what it feels like between being in the flow of truth and not right. Because at the end of the day, if you never felt, you know, because you didn't make any choices that you never felt that I'm going to push this up the river feeling of I'm struggling here. I really need you to get this. If you never felt that, then you didn't know what it feels like to make a wrong choice. And most of the time that happens because people are too scared to make any choice. So what they're saying is, you know, it's about going outside your comfort zone, allowing that's, that's how you expand your awareness, right? That's how you learn more. And until you expand your awareness, you can't evolve, right? Cause you can't create a new experience for yourself if you don't expand your awareness first. And I'm not talking about, you know, oh, this person did it this way, so I'm going to try it that way. That's not evolving. That's not expanding your awareness. 
that is using something from your past because it's something that someone else told you, something you read, something you heard. Those are all things from your mind and your mind only knows your past. It's a feeling, it's an instinct. It's that in that moment of folding the laundry, in that moment of doing the dishes or having a shower, all of a sudden you go, oh, I never thought about that. Or what if, you know, what if? Those are great startings. If, if all of a sudden you're in a challenge and you go, oh, I just want, and then you just say, I just want, and then your job is to go, okay, what do I need to do to make that my reality? And it's important to remember that, you know, the person that you're being in this moment is determining your future. It's determining your tomorrow. So what you're being, who you're being now is what you're saying to the universe, give me more of. And that's why, you know, the more I learned that, that's really what helped guide me, kept me grounded and kept me so focused on this, this role, this, this, um, this life and this evolution, because I do want to get to the other side, but more importantly, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm experiencing a crazy challenge now, I want to rise and meet that challenge so I can overcome it. So tomorrow I can be on the other side of it. You know, I don't want to stay in it because it's, it sucks to be in a challenge, right? It sucks to be in a challenge and feel like you're drowning or feel like there's no way to get out. There's always a way, but again, it's about following the truth and recognizing that th nobody has power over you unless you allow them to have power over you. No one has the ability to change your experience. No one. You know, if you find yourself blaming someone else for your situation or your circumstances, guess what? That is, you fall and pray to that belief that you, you're powerless. And it's time for you to change that narrative, for you to change that belief and allow yourself to not only come out on top, but to recognize that your value isn't in what someone else deems your value is. Your value comes from that place inside of you that knows who you are, that knows how powerful you are, and knows that you exist because you being you is what the entire universe needs to experience. You know, that's my goal. That's my goal with every single thing that I do every single day is to help everyone reach that, that vibration, that awareness, that knowing, and that understanding that you matter, not because you matter, but because you exist, but because you're here for a reason. And that reason is so freaking awesome. Yep. It's up to you to decide if you're going to explore it or not. It doesn't matter to me, but I'll tell you, I'd rather be in a room with you know, five people that know exactly who they are, then rather than, you know, 50 famous people who don't necessarily know anything, you know, but they're all, it's about being authentic. It's about recognizing that your true self is who you were created to be. And your job is to overcome every single belief that holds you back from being your true self. I hope that made sense. <laughs> what an awesome week. Thank you guys so much for, for joining. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes now. <laughs> it's gonna, it sounds like it's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, if anyone has any questions, send me an email or you can reach me through Facebook. Um, and yeah, or you can visit the website at michellevickers.com. Thank you so, so much, you guys. And uh, I'll see you all soon. Bye now.